family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And uh, to the standing between the living and the dead. <clears throat> Prayer, devotional, memorial, family evangelistic service. It has grown over the past nearly 800 services. Since the coronavirus plague pandemic, came in, pardon me, my beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the chronological uh, Bible episode number 550 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order if you will this unique viewpoint this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading 1 Kings chapter 10 uh, verses 22 through 29. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I thank you for your holy word. I thank you, Lord, for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And Lord, for those of us who are born-again Christians, help us to individually uh, humble ourselves and confess our sins, our faults, and our failures as we are approaching Communion Sunday, if you should tarry your coming, and if you would allow us to live. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of all of our sins, our faults, and our failures. And uh, wash and cleanse our hearts and minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ, and make us to be whiter than snow. And uh, Holy Father God, crucify our flesh as saved people. Help us to die daily to self and fill us, Lord, afresh and anew 
with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord of your Holy Spirit. And Holy Father God, I still pray and thank you for giving me the liberty to pray about this uh, openly as I prayed about it behind the scenes for over 34 years. Uh, my wife, who is here helping in the ministry, and who's doing quite well this morning, I still pray for her salvation. I pray that she would humble herself and, uh, uh, and uh, admit her need for you. Uh, and to become a born-again Christian. And you're putting me in this position as the only pastor she's had for over 34 years, as well as her husband. Uh, I have not seen any fruit of salvation, and you have taught me that part of Christianity very well. And so uh, I pray that she would submit to you, submit to her husband, and go ahead on and do that willingly, cheerfully, and joyfully. If I ask her to pray to prayer, she's, she would pray it. But it, she has to, this has to be something that comes from her heart. <clears throat> like the time she apologized to me and to our children for not being a good wife and a good mother and a good woman and uh, that, that came from her heart I had nothing to do with it as you know Lord I was totally shocked because of her pharaohistic Jamaican styled pride and stubbornness and rebelliousness uh, that she gets from her mother from her aunts from her father and uh, and well, she's done better than they have done uh, and she has chosen not to divorce uh, her husband, and we have both chosen that. And so I know it's shocking, Lord, to some people to hear a pastor pray for the salvation of his wife uh, at this late date in the marriage, over 34 years of marriage, close to 35 years seven children uh, who are doing quite well uh, thanks to you and your leading me to raise the children by myself and uh, having to insist on her doing her part I pray Lord for this now and I'm so glad I can pray for this now out loud because and publicly because my children need to know why uh, their mother did not want to hug them. My children need to know why. Uh, their mother did not want to say, I love you to this day. And um, uh, and so I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ <coughs> that you would save not only her, but all of her family that are religious and lost, all of my family that is religious and lost, including uh, um, 
I believe my mother and my two sisters and some cousins, male and female, aunts and uncles, church going but not saved, as I have been doing for years, so she's not the only one. And I thank you for leading me to pray this way openly and freely because uh, this is done publicly. Hundreds of people gather around from around the world. And Lord, I pray that they would examine themselves, that they would come to know you as Savior when they realize they're not saved, that church goers. And uh, Lord, we can all see from all that has happened in the church over the past three or four years and all of the exposures that many people who are in the church, including pastors and preachers, pastors' wives, deacons and trustees, are just simply not saved. They're religious but lost. Black, white, red, and yellow. Uh, they are uh, traditionalists. And uh, like the Pharisees and Sadducees, carrying on traditions and not having a real relationship with you. Something is dead wrong somewhere. And Lord, you have shown me this. As you know, Lord, as an evangelist, being a very optimistic person, I have always wanted to believe if you say you believe in Jesus Christ, you're saved. But you have taught me, and you have changed my prayers, and you have changed the way I address people. Uh, you have changed uh, how I address people now. I call them those who uh, claim to be Christians, uh, those who name the name of Christ, because many people in the church are not saved. And so we pray that, Lord, your Holy Ghost would move upon the hearts of people to come to know your Savior, even during this hour. Lord, I'm, I'm just as shocked as, any, as anybody else, Lord. I just never, early on, I never thought that way. <clears throat> I never, I just didn't want to believe it, how corrupt and evil and pharisaical and sadduceical we are. Lord, we have a bunch of hypocrites in the church. Lord, you know it. Now, you have been gracious and merciful and loving to us. But, Lord, you knew all of this garbage has been going on in the church all of these years. But you're so loving, so merciful. You give us so much time to, uh, of space to repent. And, and we didn't take advantage of it, uh, Lord. And, and, and some people couldn't take advantage of it because they were blinded by the devil and lost and on their way to hell, too. So, Lord, we pray that you would save the religious and the irreligious, even today, for the day may be their last day. In light of the fact of elderly people going to the grocery store in Buffalo, New York, of all places, did not know they were going to be met with a demoniac, a person demon-possessed with a gun. Beautiful, angelic, bright children who are home with you now. That's the only that's the only consolation out of this mess. That those children went to your lap and you hugged them 
and receive them one by one. I don't know about the adults, but Lord, I know that the children, those angelic-looking children, beautiful children, uh, they're with you. And my heart is blessed by that. And Lord, do not, do not, <laughs> please, <laughs> Lord, do not make me cry up here today. I'm happy for those children. I'm saddened for the parents. And um, so, Lord, uh, comfort them as only you can. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell in the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, Lord, out of my own wife, Marika White, and out of people in uh, my family who have this issue and problem in our ministry and uh, in our church and other churches and ministries around the world so that your holy gospel and your holy word will continue to go forward regardless of what the devil does. Please rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts, uh, Lord, from our family and our ministry and all other ministries that stand for you. And uh, Lord, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And uh, deliver each and every one of us today from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right. And to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Thank you, Lord, for letting me pray that again. It feels so good. And because it's so true. And Holy Father, God, help us all who are saved and born again, to humble ourselves, to pray, to seek your face, to turn from our wicked ways and repent of our sins and to get back to you our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving around the world, as only you can do it. Lord, I don't need to know everybody's name. We do pray for some people by name, as we will today. And it's good to do that, and we are glad to be able to do that. But Lord, you're so powerful, you don't require us to know their names. You require us to pray for them and commit them to you because you're the God who created them. Not only do you know their names, you know how many hairs they have on their head. And I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And Lord, we pray that you lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, uh, we pray also uh, today that you would protect uh, Lord, 
uh, our family and all of the families that name the name of Christ. Lord, that's all I can pray. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. And Lord, uh, we pray that you would lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our feeble hearts and minds. Fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity, and tranquility of mind and heart. Lord, lift up those who are discouraged. Many of them, Lord, as one lady pointed out, are in the ministry, down and depressed and defeated because the members have not come back. Some are contemplating suicide and some are contemplating quitting, and some have quit. Over 50% have quit. And now we have hundreds and thousands of preachers exposed, like the Catholic Church, in addition to that, for sexual molestation and rape. And, uh, uh, and Lord, as you know, that's only the, ice, the tip of the iceberg. So, Lord, we pray for the victims. Uh, no wonder we have an explosion of homosexuality in our society, in this nation, and in this world. Because bishops and priests and pastors have molested children and raped children and raped the nuns and raped the women in the church or tried to rape them. Uh, one preacher, as you know, with 44 accusations unheard of in the history of the church. And Holy Father God, we pray that uh, miraculously and mercifully remove this man from the ministry. Uh, move upon the hearts of people to stand for what is right in your sight. And uh, Lord, we pray also that you would uh, deliver us from all of our, help us all to truly confess our sins and repent of our sins and do right by you and turn away from our sins and do right by you. And then, Lord, deliver us from all of our tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. Deliver us, Lord, all who name the name of Christ from all spiritual and mental and physical and emotional and family and financial and uh, student loan debt, student progress problems among our young people so battered they don't want to move forward. <coughs> And Holy Father God, help our young people to make the right decisions and to do the right things and go on for you in their lives. We pray also, Lord, for 
uh, all people in the world. Thank you for your mercy shown in the midst of wrath and chastisement and judgment and rebuke. which you have led me to pray from the beginning of this plague that you would be thorough with us and Lord you're doing that and thank you for it. There's some people in the church don't understand why this is going on but I, I, I thank you for it because we need it. We needed it very badly. I'm amazed how long you waited. And so Holy Father God uh, I do pray that you would protect your people uh, from a housing crisis, uh, all people from a housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, and utilities crisis. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray, giving you all of the glory, praise, and honor, and help us to do that. And uh, Lord, help us to lift up your Holy Son, Jesus Christ who sits at your right hand. Uh, Lord grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, your freedom, your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, pardon me Lord, to preach your Holy Word, and to preach your Holy Gospel. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. Heal those who are sick. Comfort those who are grieving. Through your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, at 1 Kings chapter 10, verses 22 through 29. For the king had at sea a navy of Tharshish with the navy of Hiram, once in three years came the navy of Thoshus, bringing gold and silver, ivory and apes and peacocks. So King Solomon exceeded all of the kings of the earth for riches and for wisdom. And all the earth sought to Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. And they brought every man his present vessels of silver and vessels of gold and garments and armor and spices, horses and mules, a rate year by year. And Solomon gathered together chariots and horsemen, and he had a thousand and four hundred chariots and twelve thousand horsemen, 
whom he bestowed in the cities for chariots and with the king at Jerusalem. And the king made silver, <coughs> pardon me, to be in Jerusalem as stones and cedars made he to be as the sycamore trees that are in the vale for abundance. And Solomon had horses brought out of Egypt and linen yarn. The king's merchants received the linen yarn at a price and a chariot came up and went out of Egypt for 600 shekels of silver and an horse for 150 and so for all the kings of the Hittites and for the kings of Syria did they bring them out by their means shall we pray holy father god we pray in the holy name of the lord jesus christ we thank you so much for the power of your holy word for those of us who are saved and born again we know it above all other books in the world it does something in our souls our spirits and our minds sometimes we can't even put our finger on it to the marrow of our bones it is unique and I pray that you will help us to take heed to it and not to our flesh and to the devil and to other people but to take heed to your holy word to learn from it to apply it to our lives and to obey it because sometimes Lord there are not any commandments for us to obey strictly but there are principles that your Holy Spirit shows us uh, in the passage that we can apply to our lives so Lord help us to do it save those who are lost revive those who are saved as they hear the gospel right now beloved when I was a teenager I wanted to get wisdom and knowledge so I set out uh, to read the big family Bible that was kept in the living room and that many families had in those days we don't see them much today but these are huge Bibles but I couldn't get past Genesis chapter 2 before I got bored with reading the Bible I just could not understand it I found out later in life that you have to believe on Christ and get saved before you can understand the Holy Word of God, the Bible. So, so here is how I became a Christian, and here is how you can too. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner, 
and that you have broken God's law, the God who created the heaven and the earth. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sin. Our bodies go to a grave. Our soul goes to hell because of our sin if we don't trust in Christ Jesus as our Savior. And that leads me to my third point. Thirdly, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew, 10, uh, Matthew 18, 8, Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, in the Holy Word of God, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Holy Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. <clears throat> Now, hell in the lake of fire, dear friends, is bad news. Uh, but I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who took away the sins of the world, said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and to change your life so that you can understand the Bible better and learn it and do it and be blessed by it and Jesus will save you today Romans 10:9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead thou you shalt be saved for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, believing in your heart that he is the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world and that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead, Please pray with me 
this simple prayer and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, early one Sunday morning. Repeat after me the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today I choose to turn from my sins. With your help, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried, and rose on the third day. I trust Jesus Christ as my Savior, and by your grace I will follow him as Lord from this day forward. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet, What to Do after you enter through the door. Jesus Christ said in John 10, 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Dear friend, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good, is my prayer.